0: This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome to another edition of a Total Degenerate podcast. I am your host, Michael Ellison. It's award season. Another... Award show. The Oscars just passed this weekend. The big winner was everything, everywhere, all at once. If you haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend it. It is an absolute joy of a film. Really is. Like, no bullshit. I really, really like the movie. Um, I've been saying I saw it a few months ago. And, uh, yeah, it's... It's definitely um one of the more unique films you'll ever see. Um I highly I highly recommend it. It deserves all the accolades it's getting. Uh you know, I'm going to start But I'm not going to butcher names, but everybody that won awards from that movie deserved it as far as the actors uh I mean, they're all great. They were great across the board. Um the problem for me isn't the movie. The problem for me isn't any of the movies. Though it is a little ridiculous. I mean, can we take a second? Top Gun was not one of the best movies of the year. It's, I get the box office will tell you uh, otherwise. But the reality is it's not a good movie. Um, it was, it's a sequel To a movie that was also not a good movie. If we're going to be honest. Let's be honest. Top Gun was a movie made. Because dudes like action movies. And chicks like Tom Cruise and Miles Teller shirtless. That's why they made the movie. That's why they made it. It has universal appeal. The dudes will come to watch an explosion in a plane or two flying around the sky and the chicks will come because there's a beach fucking football scene where they rub each other's nipples or whatever the fuck went on in the movie I won't watch it it's on the list of movies I will not watch I have a uh I would I would say it's a not a small list because there's several on there but that is definitely added to the list uh sort of like Napoleon Dynamite, I will not watch it. I refuse to watch it. Because when it came out, everybody acted like uh, Uncle Rico was the funniest fucking character to ever exist. Like he was better than, you know, Kramer from Seinfeld or some shit. Like this legendary character that should go on, you know, should be remembered forever. I uh, know. Let's stop there. Um, And... People just saying, like, gosh, all the time. It got to me quick, and everybody that kept telling me that I needed to see the movie uh, forced my hand into saying, no, I will not. I will not. I will never be bullied into entertainment. I mean, you can bully me into some things. You can peer pressure me into some things. But if you're going to try to uh, come at me and tell me that I have to watch something, I have to do it, I'm totally not going to do it, matter of fact, I will resist, at all costs, Um. so yeah, uh, the bottom line is, Top Gun was not one of the best movies made this year, it got nominations because it was a box office draw, and it made a bunch of money, yada yada yada, who gives a fuck, it won Sound, I believe, which is kind of a a bullshit award, but that's fine uh the overall point that I the overarching point that I wanted to make is how just obnoxious award shows are uh i I understand that you know uh entertainment's big business and I'm obviously fuck I mean i am I am an entertainer <laughs> Ugh, that was disgusting. Anyway, um yeah, I, I understand that it's big business and I, you know, there's lots of money and uh accolades to be had and uh it's going to get uh a lot of attention. People pay attention to big stars. People pay attention to uh big Hollywood uh movie stars. Specifically, um, we all kind of wish we we envy them. We all want to be them. Because they get to live the dream, you know. They're playing fantasy all day. They get to live uh, a life of make believe, uh, something that only you know happens in in fictional stories, basically, for the most part. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, yeah, we all uh, have an interest in it, and uh, you know, uh, we we wish we could be them in a lot of ways. We, we're, like I said, envious. Um, but the reality is that a lot of these, um, people are, are not the, those that we should envy, you know, um, where they're, they're not the, um, the heroes that we want to necessarily make them out to be. They're not, uh, the role models. They're not the, um, you know, they're just, they're, they're fucking human is really all I'm trying to say. Because you know uh, i'm I'm the first to admit that I'm a fuck up, I mean, I'm stuttering here, bat 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 bat, but I fuck up all the time uh and so do most people. most people make mistakes and make dumb decisions and uh they regret them later, and uh the the difference with Hollywood people is that they're doing it at a national spotlight where we get to all kind of poke and prod and dissect it and monday morning quarterback it uh in the public spotlight so whatever i'm digressing here kind of but my my point is i'm a little tired of people that like take award shows very seriously i had a friend who like got very upset very like angry Because uh, I was mocking award shows recently. And he's like, you don't fucking understand what it's about. And it's like, no, I do. I do understand what it's about. And and if you think award shows, by the way, are actually about uh, giving out the awards, um, I have a fucking bridge to sell you. You know what I mean? Like, you are a gullible moron if you actually think that they produce these award shows because they they care about giving out the awards. It's not about giving out the awards. It's about an entertainment product that they know people will watch. You know what I mean? Like, there's an, uh, uh, there's a draw. If there weren't a draw to it, there would be no Oscars. There would be no... Golden Globes, there would be no fucking, uh, Grammys. There's a draw to an award show. Putting a bunch of celebrities that uh, the public likes all in the same place to get together and make a big production out of it. It's, it's an entertainment show, okay? That Like, the MTV Movie Awards was not a, uh, fucking product that was about giving out the movie awards sure they gave them out but they also had dumb categories like like best kiss and best fight and just shit like that because it was fun and dumb and whatever what it got was eyeballs that's what it got that's the point the point isn't about the actual awards you know, and I, I'm sure for the actors at some level, they want the awards because they want the recognition. They want the attention. They want the uh, star power. They want the uh, the extra notes on, you know, the extra check marks on the resume, whatever. Uh, but don't get it twisted for one second. Award shows are not about uh, actually giving out the awards. I mean, at one point my my friend was like, You know, he was like, if it was up to me, they would just send somebody out to read the awards, and then that would be it. Just announce the winners, and that would be it. like, uh, no, no, that wouldn't be it. That would be the, that would be horrible. You think that would sell? You think people would watch a twenty minute award show? where somebody just walked out onto a stage and read a list of winners. They don't even do that. Think about that. Like the NFL does their uh end of the season awards show before the Super Bowl. Like the same weekend as the Super Bowl, they do the NFL Honors where they announce like the rookie of the year for you know, defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, outstanding player, comeback player, MVP, all those regular season awards, coach of the year, et cetera, those all get announced at the NFL Honors the weekend of the Super Bowl. They make a big fucking spectacle out of it every time, every time. Why wouldn't they? It makes all of the sense in the world. It's another product you can sell. So th- they're not just selling the movie to you they're now selling the award show that awards each of these movies. It's not a fucking mystery. I'm not breaking the I'm not breaking news to anybody here that's shocking. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I don't think that I'm seeing this differently than anybody else really should or uh giving out an opinion here that uh is different from the from the normal mold. Uh I'm just saying like I can't I I can't personally bring myself to watch an award show anymore. Like, I love movies more than most... Like, the only thing I love more than movies is stand-up comedy. And probably New York Jets football. And my mother's meatloaf. Alright, I like a couple of things more than movies, but you get the point here. As far as artistic endeavors, it would be stand-up comedy one movies too okay so i love me some movies and i would love to write a movie someday i've tried writing a movie i'm in the process i should say because i you know i mean whatever it's it's a long process (laughs) but it's still nevertheless i mean i got i have words on a piece of paper there's there's a file on my computer with a script is it complete no is it any good god no but it's there because I love movies. I wanna, I would love to be part of the business of movie making. That's the other thing I should point out too. That I am to- totally willing to be a hypocrite. After shitting all over award shows, I would run out on that stage and cry like a little bitch if I ever won an award. And like, Thank you to Thank you, economy, Academy, the economy. economy Thank the economy and the academy uh, uh, Thanks Mom and Dad and Praise the Jesus the the whole you know, I'd say some bullshit religious stuff that I don't actually mean. But ever whatever, whatever, my point is, yeah, I'm I would love to be part of the uh film world if I could, but as far as the actual product of watching award shows, yuck. It is just a snooze fest. They're not only boring to me, they're equal parts boring and um just like there's a level of just pretentiousness and like fucking I don't know. I, I can't I can't get like people that get obsessed with like what they wear and how they look. It's just like it's a very va- vain, superficial feel to it and, and it, it makes it. it's gross it feels gross like I don't like that I don't and maybe that I mean this is part of my problem with my own deals here in entertainment like I have a very big issue with self-promotion I feel like it's uh you know it's a necessary evil in the sense that you know if you want to be a comedian you want to do podcasts like you got to promote the shit. People aren't going to listen. People aren't going to come out to the shows unless I promote myself. But I don't like promoting myself because I don't ever want to come off as like a pretentious douchebag. I don't want to be like, look at me. I'm the artist. Come see me. I'm so great. But I have to. I have to. Otherwise, they're not going to come see me at all. So uh, it's a double edged sword like that. But so I guess that's part of the reason why I don't like award shows because it feels very just everybody sticking their own nose up their own ass to smell their own farts type of thing. Like that South Park episode where Kyle's dad can't stop farting into a wine glass and sniffing his own farts. That's the feel that I get from every award show is that they all just kind of want to be like, oh, my own brand smells so great. Look how fucking great I am. Me and all these other great people and artistic geniuses. And there's always somebody that goes way too long on a speech and wants to share their political ideas and how they can turn society into a utopia or whatever. And it's like, all right, listen, you, you did a good accent for a movie, you know? Brendan Frazier played a big fat guy. I didn't hear his speech because I didn't watch it. But um, I'm sure maybe it wasn't him. But somebody got up there and said some dumb shit. Somebody had to get up there. And even if it wasn't dumb, even if it was a well-to-do good point they were making, it still comes off douchey because it's coming from somebody who literally plays make-believe for a living. And you know, I, there are some that are hypocrites. I mean, you know, you got Leonardo DiCaprio talking about climate change all the time. And if, in, in theory, that sounds great. You know, I mean, I am not a climate denier. Uh, it's a real thing. Global warming, climate change, the whole nine. We got to take care of the environment better. Sure. I'm all for all that shit. A matter of fact, not enough people care about that issue uh, as much as they should because, you know, economies are great, but uh, you won't have an economy if the planet's on fire. You know what I mean? If the whole planet's burning or uh, in an ice age, there will be no economy to give a shit about. So I think it's a great thing to bring awareness to. And, you know, uh, Leo's out there you know, telling the people, I mean, he's, he's finger blasting 19 year olds, but he's also trying to uh, tell the people, you know, about the importance of taking care of the climate. And he does this by uh, uh, sailing around the world in a yacht, uh, banging 20 year olds. You know, that's how you do that, that's how you really uh you know, stop your um your carbon footprint down by uh riding around in a yacht so you can uh be in international waters most likely because the chicks you're banging are not I don't know. You know, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to say Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of a pedophile, but Actually, I will. Fuck that. He's kind of a pedophile. Like, right? Like, he's a little bit. Don't we have to all, like, come to... Like, listen, I love his movies. You know, The Departed. is a great movie. It's a great fucking movie. Uh, he was good as the little kid smoking crack and Basketball Diaries. Uh, you know, whatever. There's a bunch of Leonardo DiCaprio movies I like. But it's also kind of fair to say he might be a little, uh, you know, there's a little, every time you hear it's like his Leonardo DiCaprio's new girlfriend is 18 years old and he's 49 and he's smashing her out like, uh, not a good look, Leo, not a good look. You're old enough to be your fucking father. And I mean, I get it. He's Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a good looking rich as fuck actor who can have any chick he wants on the planet. So, I don't know. It just, it feels a little pedophile-y. That's all. It gives me a vibe. I'm just saying if a guy who looked like me had that same amount of money and same amount of fame and was going around banging 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds, and wouldn't fuck a girl over the age of 23. Like that's that's the part that gets you even more. It's not even just... Like it's bad enough to be fucking girls that young when you're that old. <laughs> it's a whole other element added to it. When it's like you're. there's an expiration date that is publicly known. You know what I mean? Like the entire country is aware of... Leonardo DiCaprio's expiration date. Not past 23. That's a little fucking ridiculous. There's no, like a 20, there's no 24-year-old hotties that you would want to bang. Jesus Christ, you sick fuck. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. Like, if let's be real. There's a, there's a discrimination here. He gets away with it because he's a pretty guy. He's He's one of America's pretty people. And when you're one of the pretty people, you got a little more leeway. You know, he he, not only is he going to get out of the traffic ticket. Apparently, he also gets to fuck uh, barely legal girls. Possibly illegal. I mean, come on. If he's going to bang 19 year olds, what stop? How is he going to one day? Oops, she was 17. Oopsie daisy. Leo might have fucked up. It's okay though. Cuz he's one of the pretty people. But you know, if I I did it, if I was banging a 19-year-old, I would be the next Harvey Weinstein. He'd be like, "He groomed her, this sick fuck." What is Leonardo DiCaprio is not grooming these women a little bit, you know? With his millions of dollars and yachts, whatever. I'm I'm ranting a little. But yeah, I'm just saying, when you're in the yacht, when you're on the yacht, and you're telling everybody about the evils of global warming and carbon footprints, your message gets lost a little. It comes off a little hollow, is all I'm trying to say. And I guess my overarching point at the end of this segment is to say, is really just to say that I find award ceremonies and celebrities to ultimately be hollow. They're not idols, they're not people to uh you know adhere adhere by. They're not people to uh worship. They're just people and uh you know uh I'm going to enjoy their work and uh I hope all of the cast of Everything Everywhere All At Once knows that I thoroughly enjoyed their work and they put out an outstanding product. But uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about watching them get their awards. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Have a nice Guinness and a shot of Jameson, a nice plate of corned beef, cabbage, and potatoes. And of course, nothing says St. Patrick's Day like listening to a fat Irish American scream into a microphone for 40 minutes every week. That, of course, would be this podcast, A Total Degenerate Podcast. Big proud supporters of St. Patrick's Day here at A Total Degenerate Podcast. Uh, I just went to a St. Patrick's Day parade this past weekend, had a lot of fun. Uh, It's nice to see all of the... uh Middle-aged alcoholic parents uh, out and about. Pushing strollers full of uh, 18 packs of Bud Light with the kid. You know, the kid's playing with the fucking bottle caps. That's what the kid gets to do all day. You get to fling mommy and daddy's beer bottle caps as we pound beers on the streets. Looking to have a little fun. Looking to celebrate our Irish heritage. But we should also celebrate this podcast. And we celebrate this podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing. We celebrate this podcast by going on Instagram. at a total degenerate podcast, of course. And we follow that account. We follow that motherfucking Instagram account, baby. Because it's popping off. It's the most sensational podcast out there. And if you're not listening to it, you are a fucking loser. You're a bum coward perhaps even some would say so don't be a coward don't be what are you afraid of life what are you afraid of joy are you that empty and cold inside i don't think so i don't want to think that nobody thinks that i think you are a good person and if to be a good person means to listen to a total degenerate podcast so don't be a scumbag don't be a rat fuck why would you want to be a rat fuck Nobody wants to be that. So be a good guy. Be one of the good ones. Be the type, be the hero you wish you saw in everybody every day. The type of guy who helps the cat out of a tree. The type of guy who helps the old lady cross the street. The type of person that puts the cart back when they go to the supermarket. You know? A good guy. A small town American hero. So subscribe, rate and review. So you can be the the hero that all of us wish we all were or something. Whatever. Just just subscribe, rate and review to the podcast, okay? I can't always make sense. Doesn't have to. Just listen. Thank you as always. I appreciate it. Had a comedy show this past Saturday night um do a highly uh well, it was a tiny audience. So I'm not going to lie. And I, hey, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm packing the place out. It was not uh, the crowd Chris Rock got for a special by any stretch um, at this show. So, yeah, we, we did it. But it was a small crowd, but it was a good crowd. That's one of the things I, I always appreciate sometimes when you can. Uh, if it's got to be a small room. If it's got to be like 10 people are going to show up to the show type of thing, at least it was a small group of people that actually wanted to laugh and they were into it. Nothing worse than like 10 people that show up and they're like begrudging and pissed off that they're there and they're not laughing at anybody's jokes because then it just becomes like an awkward, almost like a therapy session. Like it feels like an, know, it starts to turn into like what feels like an AA meeting, you know, like it's everybody just gets a turn at the microphone to scream about dicks or whatever the fuck. But yeah, these these people were fun. Um, that we had a good time. What the one guy, he was dressed like um Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, you know he had the the jacket with the fucking the little leather feathered things popping off the sides or whatever I don't know what the fuck those are called a cowboy hat he he really he really had a whole Stevie Ray Vaughan thing going you know he had even he had cowboy boots he was doing a little cowboy dance shuffle he he did become part of the show in a lot of ways you know he was uh he was my favorite i i was enjoying him thoroughly until after the show now after the show a lot of the comics like to uh uh hang outside and uh chain smoke cigarettes and smoke a bunch of weed so i was talking to these guys after the show and stevie ray vaughn was uh well, we, <laughs> best is the guy billy who was headlining calls he goes he goes, oh, you look like Stevie Ray Vaughan after the fucking after the plane after the plane crash. So he's kind of called him Stevie Ray Gone All Night, which he was gone, like he was mentally gone. This guy had done enough drugs and drank in the fucking kill a small village. So everybody's just kind of standing around outside, getting ready to leave, and this guy singles me out for some reason, Stevie Ray singles me out and wants to start like yelling at me because I was kind of standing outside the the circle, you know, I was, uh, was talking to my, my one buddy who came to the show with me and, uh, you know, he just kind of walked over and just started like screaming at me about comedy and he meant, well, you know, he was, trying to be a positive uh force but then he got really 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 upset about the the strangest thing that anybody i've ever seen get upset about and that was um out of nowhere he just started to describe a story of a time where he dvr'd the finale of american idol Now, anyone that remembers American Idol, at least when it was, like, popular, I I mean, who the fuck watches American Idol anymore? I can't remember when the last time that show was relevant. But, uh, you know, he was, like, Seacrest, who used to host it, I don't even know if he's still involved, like, this is how little I pay attention to these things, but... He was, uh, you know, Ryan Seacrest would host it and he would constantly like on the finale episodes where they would try to stretch like an hour and a half show out of something that should take fucking 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Like they just do a whole bunch of different segments and bullshit. And like Ryan Seacrest would do like these really douchey teaser moments where he'd be like, okay, we know who won. And we will reveal it now. And by now, I don't mean right now. I mean now-ish. Like in this hour within, we'll be back. And like he just like cut the commercial. It'd be something really torturous like that. And he would do it constantly throughout the show. And even though you knew the show is an hour and a half long, it still felt like oh, uh, he's doing it again, and you get mad, so this guy was telling us about it, and how he DVR'd the, the show, and the problem is, if you don't remember, I mean, I can't remember the last time I DVR'd something either, DVR feels like a thing of the past at this point, um, he was saying that, uh, you know, if, when you DVR'd something that was a live event, and I remember this because you had DVRing like a football game for my my dad. You, you know he used to not be able to come home and watch the jet game all the time, so you'd have to DVR it for him. You have to record the next show as well. The reason being is because when it runs long, it's gonna it's gonna pour into the next time slot a little bit when it's a live event. So you gotta let you gotta to make sure you don't get you don't miss anything. You gotta have to record into the next show. And he forgot to do that. So literally as they were about to announce the winner of American Idol, they um, it cut out. Now, of course, this seems like it wouldn't be that big of a problem. To most normal people, it would not be that big of a problem. Because, you know, there's the internet and we could find out the winner a thousand different ways. But for Stevie Ray... That was not the case. Stevie Wright could not just find out the winner that way because I guess he, he doesn't know how the internet works or a phone or I guess he also doesn't communicate with other people. I don't know. But somehow he said it cut out right as he was saying his first name. And I was like, well, you got the first name. How many, you know, how many contestants could have possibly been left in the finals? He was like, well, it was two. I'm like, all right, so what, like, you know, which one was named what? He go, and he's like, no, that's the problem, man. Both guys were named David. Both with two Davids. There was two Davids. So I was like, oh, I see. I understand. Now I can see how that could be annoying. He's like, it fucking ruined my week fucking ruin my week Stevie Ray didn't let it go Now, so now the other comedians start listening because he's screaming at me he's yelling in my face it was two Davids it was two Davids Mike I only heard him say David he said he's still to this day I don't know who won American Idol and I don't understand why from what what are you so concerned about not knowing who won American Idol I haven't known who's won American Idol in years and i i I'm very much at peace with that but he did it two Davids it's two Davids Mike as it like, was it was it I can't, at that point i start I had to start being a dick because I couldn't get it I couldn't get him to shut the fuck up so I was like, was it two Davids? You're sure it was two? There wasn't three? There wasn't three? I mean, because if it was one, if it was one David, it would be easy. It'd be easy because he would have said David and you would have known, even though the cl- the show cut out because you didn't DVR the next episode, the next show coming on after it, you didn't do the proper DVR etiquette. Uh, you you would have had... um." you know known it was one David but it was two it was multiple David's, so that makes it very difficult and one didn't go by Dave they both went by David right fucking Stevie Ray gone man he needed to be gone I needed to get away I could not handle that guy for much longer he was during the show he was fine after the show, I wanted to fucking wrap the mic cord around his head and just around his neck and, and take take the fucking wind out of him. Not kill him, but, you know, take him to the brink. No, I don't want to do that. I didn't want to. i just he had to go away. Maybe there was a reason that he wasn't allowed out in public. Maybe there was a reason that he couldn't find out the, you know, Who won American Idol? Because he's just he should have been locked in a cage and kept out of society. You know? He was that type of person. Then somebody let him out. They put a fucking couple of beers in him and let him smoke a joint. And now here he is screaming about two Davids. It's two Davids. Did you hear it? It was two Davids. It wasn't just one David. That's the problem. It was two Davids. Oh, it was two Davids. I thought it was just one David. How silly of me. If only I would have known it was two Davids. Now I understand your gripe. Fucking two Davids. I mean, is American Idol even on the fucking air anymore? Who gives a shit about American Idol? I need to know. All right, so I just did some brief research and this just got a lot creepier. Just in the sense that There was an American Idol finale that had two Davids. And that was in 2008. It's 2023. And this guy is still upset 15 years later about two Davids on American Idol. I mean, that's why... I mean, wow. Stevie Ray gone had... Stevie Ray gone was very much gone. He's, yeah, yikes. 2008. I mean, how? How? I I don't even, how do you even, I wish I could understand where it came from. He just kind of, it came out of nowhere and he just started yelling at me. He had like a flashback, I guess, to 2008 what the fuck I mean was he frozen like now like he had to Stevie Ray gone had to be like frozen like in in Encino man right like he was frozen in time somewhere Jesus fucking Christ I mean what the fuck hey two Davids there was two in case you didn't know There was two Davids. Not one, two. It's a very important distinction when discussing the 2008 American Idol winner in 2023. And these are the types of people you meet at comedy shows. All right, well, this has been fun. Two Davids. It was two Davids. I mean, yikes. It's actually, I really wish I didn't research it now. You know what I mean? I wish I didn't actually take the moment to look up exactly what American Idol he was referring to. Because at first, when I first looked up American Idol, I saw that there's still new seasons. So I was like, okay, the show's been on maybe the most recent season but the most recent season wasn't david it was some other guy um no noah so some dude named noah won recently and like there's no other there's no other davids there was only one david whoever won it would just so happened to go against the other david because there was two of them do you hear me there's two davids all right Two Davids, guys. Don't forget it. There was two in 2008. It was very important. Anyway, this has been fun. Two Davids. Until next week. (laughs)